Check one, two, three, four. All right. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to a new episode of Tuesday Morning Coffee, season three, episode two. And this episode can be a little bit of a, a foreshadowing as to the direction uh, I hope to take this podcast into the future. And we're going to talk all about that in this episode. Uh, but one thing I did want to note, if you missed missed it in the last episode, there's now a YouTube channel for Tuesday Morning Coffee. Um, I think you have to have 100 YouTube subscribers to get the domain name, and it definitely doesn't have any subscribers, nor do I really care if you go subscribe to it. It's not uh, it's not a channel I'm necessarily trying to build, um, but I did think that uh, a big missing piece in these, these episodes was video. And I had shot a lot of video, but never really did anything with it. It needed a home. Didn't feel uh, like it made sense for it to go up on my normal YouTube channel. So I just made another one. Uh, if you just search Tuesday Morning Coffee and then Tyler Babin into YouTube, you can find it. You can watch the visuals of this episode. Um, got a got a cool little setup I've been working on, been reworking my, my new studio, trying to get the visuals looking just right. So it's also kind of an effort for me to just practice and be able to test out different looks uh, that I would normally be shooting on the YouTube channel. But to dive in, you know, as you guys know, uh, I took a big break from the podcast and never really announced it or anything, just kind of stopped posting here, uh, stopped creating episodes, and it was for a handful of reasons. Um, more than anything, though, there was just no real focus in the podcast. I didn't really know what I was trying to accomplish with it, and I started, like, I was recording all of these episodes, and I was trying to get guests onto the show, and then whenever I had guests onto the show, I felt this pressure that I needed to turn the the conversation into some sort of like really motivational or something super value driven and I wasn't having the conversations with these creators that I really wanted to have and as I went back and I was kind of starting to think about getting the podcast rolling again uh, I started just looking at all the episodes I liked the most and the ones that I liked the most that for me worked uh, even though they maybe didn't perform as well were these more diary episodes where I was sort of just talking by myself around things that I'm thinking about experiences that I was going through. And I think for me, that kind of helped me connect the dots as to the direction uh, I should take the podcast. And instead of looking at this podcast as uh, a way to build an audience or um, for it to be this like huge, like creative number one podcast with guests and all that stuff, I realized this is way more of, I think, a long-term like legacy play for me. Um, you know, it's not something that I am super ambitious to build necessarily, even though I really like the opportunities to have conversations with creators that I admire and things like that. It's just not something that uh, I'm super like top of mind in terms of like building and putting this massive amount of effort behind. I still want the episodes to look good and sound good and all of that, but it's just, you know, it's just not where my priorities are right now. The thing that is interesting to me about the podcast, though, in addition to having conversations with creators, is having these really uh, concise, put-together episodes that I can look back on. It's kind of like a photo album in a weird way. Like I'm not documenting much of my life outside of the work and the business and things that I'm I'm actively doing uh, for like my life and career. And so being able to just kind of talk to a microphone and a camera about what's going on, what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling, there's something oddly uh, therapeutic about that. And you know, if you don't have a podcast or you've had a desire to start a podcast, maybe this is your sign to try it because for me, like the the most concise example I can I can uh, pull from is that I did an episode. It was a solo episode last year, um, and 
in the beginning of last year, around uh, February, I think. And I was in London at the time. This is before, you know, this is pre-COVID world. And seeing and just hearing the way I was talking in that episode made a really big impact on me. Just like the way I would speak uh, in like a podcaster voice and like the things I was talking about was really cool. Um, And I was like, wow, it would be awesome to have like, you know, every week or every other week or, you know, every other month or whatever for me to just sit down and talk um, and to be able to look back at this or from like, you know, one day, like if I have kids for them to look back at this and be able to see like what I was thinking about and how I was handling certain situations, something about that, this is really cool. And so uh, the future of, of Tuesday morning coffee will still have conversations with creators Um, but they're going to be intermixed with a lot more of these episodes where maybe if I have a subject I want to talk about that, uh, doesn't make sense to do a full YouTube video on, maybe I'll talk about it here. If you guys have certain questions or if things get sent into me, this is an opportunity for me to address those in a little bit more of a casual setting. Um, and it's a way for me personally to just kind of get my thoughts out and have a place to put them and something that doesn't take up a crazy amount of time for me to produce, Um, but it's still something that I like and enjoy. And I don't know, it's just, that's the thing that I think made me excited about starting the podcast again, because honestly, I think, you know, in the, the middle episodes in between like starting it and then kind of like going into COVID, there was a few episodes I did. I just wasn't on fire about any of them. Um, and so I think it was necessary to take a break and to think about it. And now coming back to it, I feel like I have a have a much better idea of what I personally want to get out of it. And again, it's not about growing it. It's not. I don't need it to be a massive success. I don't need it to have tons of ratings. I mean, if you want to rate it and listen to it, that's awesome. I love that and greatly appreciate it. But um, I think that this uh, has kind of redefined what the term personal project actually means for me because, yeah, like I want to have guests on it and all that. But for me, like this has become way more of I just want to be able to look back in 10 years and have my thoughts documented in a more organized and um, concise way. And so that is the future of Tuesday Morning Coffee and kind of the reason that I had taken a break from it. And so I'm excited to be back and excited to kind of talk through things and, and you know, all the stuff. <laughs> Um, there's a lot to catch up on though. The, the last episode, um, was with Jake Chams before that, uh, you know, there was a big gap in the last episode I had produced. I was still living in New York city and, um, no longer living in New York city. I'm in Portland, Oregon now. And Oregon's been fun. It's been cool. It's been very different, uh, to give kind of a, the story of why we decided to come here, um, we needed a change from New York. We knew we didn't want to be in New York anymore. Uh, you know, after, you know, with COVID and everything being crammed into a super small apartment um, and not really traveling anymore, it was like, all right, let's let's figure out a home base that has space and has a little bit more life outside of just being in the middle of a city. So we packed up everything. Um, I, I leased an apartment sight unseen, uh, that I just found online, bought a car, uh, did all of it remotely, which was pretty incredible. Um, and then just bought a flight and left, sold most of my stuff in New York, shipped a few boxes. And all of a sudden it was pretty interesting how quickly I was able to just shift my life over to, uh, the other side of the country in a new city in a city that I had never actually even been to before. It was pretty bizarre, but, uh, was definitely worth it. Um, at this point, I've been here for about six months now, and if I'm being completely honest, uh, as much as I like it, it's definitely not a long-term place for me. Um, I 
in fact, don't even see myself extending the lease beyond the one year that I signed. So six months from now, um, around October, I will be packing everything up and leaving the city again, uh, which is funny to bounce around this much, but I guess like the benefit of this weird uh, creator YouTube uh, freelance world is that I have that flexibility to be able to kind of just pick up and go. And so where will the next place be? I don't know. I'm hoping that I can like take a few months and really invest in seeing some friends and some family at the end of this year after having a really long year of not seeing my friends or my family as much. Um, you know, just little pockets here and there where we, we've been able to been able to connect. And so um, I'll probably travel around a lot and uh, spend some time in New York and in Florida with with family and things like that, which will be exciting. But that being said, I, I've learned so much, uh, you know, leaving New York and coming here because New York was the first place I had moved. I was born in Florida and raised there and then lived in New York. And so I kind of thought New York was it. And it was good to get away from New York and remember like the things I like about New York, the things I don't like about New York. And so I guess like the golden question is, would I go back to New York? There's a good chance I will at some point be living back in New York City. Don't know when, don't know how. It's not something that I'm going to go back to right away because there are aspects of leaving the city that I realized there were things I like. I like that we're in, a, we're in a second bedroom that I was able to turn into a studio. That's really exciting for me because uh, historically I was doing all of my work in the living room of you know 400 square feet. And so having uh, space again, remembering what that's like, having a car again, being able to kind of come and go as I like, please, not being uh, sort of stuck to train systems and bus schedules and things like that, super exciting. Um, so, you know, leaving New York city was good, learned a lot, learned what I like, learned what I don't like. And even though Portland has been fun and I don't plan on staying here, like I'm grateful for the time I spent here, uh, the nature and like the landscapes and all of that stuff have been incredible. People are so nice here, which is like kind of funny. I'm not really used to how friendly people are coming from New York. Like you, you don't really just casually strike up conversations with people on the street as much. Uh, but like every time I get into an elevator here, everyone wants to like just chat about whatever happens to be going on that day. So that's been interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. So six more months in Portland, got a bunch of travel coming up, um, you know, as kind of the world starts to adapt back to a little bit of a more normal state. Um, got a lot of trips, got a lot of projects that are kind of getting up and, and going. And so, uh, I'll take advantage of the last six months as much as I can here and try and, you know, get out and explore. And there, I definitely know I want to spend more time here. No question. Um, this part of the world is so freaking beautiful on like good days. Like I've got, um, you know, I can see mountains from my apartment, which is, you know, something I've never experienced before. Might sound silly to some people if that's your everyday thing, but realizing that like, oh, wow, nature's important to me and I want to have it around me on a more regular basis. So that's something that gets factored into where the next place I move is. Um, but there's something about it that, uh, I think like the weather, you know, winters are really rainy, stuff like that. Um, you know, having uh, a really good creative community around me is really important. And that's, it's not as expansive here as what I've been used to in like New York and LA. Um, so yeah, those are all kind of things that are, are factoring into the decision, but I'm grateful for it. And if you are someone who's never taken that shot to, you know, step out and travel and try something new, you've got nothing to lose. Just, especially if you have the flexibility of being like, if you're self-employed or you have the ability to transfer your job somewhere else, 
um, get out there and explore and do something new and different that you haven't done before because you never know what you're going to stumble upon. And maybe I, you know, there was a chance I was going to love it here and never leave. It's maybe it's not the case, but, um, it's still like, I I never would have known if I didn't try. And it also, I I don't think I would have, um, understood the things about New York that I loved so much if I hadn't had left. I'm realizing I'm making uh, I'm going to New I'm going back to New York for the first time uh, in a few weeks and there's so many things I'm excited to do and so many things I want to go out and photograph and stuff like that and I realized that I was kind of taking taking them for granted in a lot of ways because I was around them all the time and like I never went and shot so many different places because I was like oh no I'm busy I have work and all that stuff so um, that's that's pretty exciting. One other thing that I, I wanted to dive into, and this will be a short episode, I really just wanted to give people some context uh, to what these sort of shorter form episodes were going to be. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit on how my my thoughts and approach to creativity and my work have changed in the last year, because they've changed a lot. Um, you know, I, I look back at the work I was producing a year ago and before that, and um, how things have changed now. And it seems so dramatically different. I was having a conversation um, the other day where it was like, you know, I think that the last year, you know, staying inside and not being able to travel as much, um, it forced me to have a lot of conversations with myself that I had put off having or that I was completely avoiding. And, you know, you start having these moments where you start asking yourself questions and figuring out the things that really uh, matter to you and the legacy you want to leave and all of those things. And, it's, it's made a big impact on me. And if you've seen any of the, the more recent videos, um, maybe you can kind of feel what that change has been. Um, but I'm trying to really just get back down to, uh, to myself, to like the, the core version of me. And I'm sure that sounds real cheesy, but it's true. It's super true. Like I realized how much, um, I was, I've always said, there was this quote I said one time in a video, I think that was like, I feel like I'm playing a character on the internet and I don't want to be that. I don't want to, I just want to be the same person in real life that I am on the internet. And there was a big gap, like the way I would talk on camera, the way I would talk in this podcast versus how I would talk and interact with the people in my life, you know, when there wasn't a camera on or wasn't a microphone on, it was different. I just felt like I wasn't being the same person. And over the last year, I've stripped a lot of those layers away and I'm trying to be way more just like me, um, all the time. And so I'm grateful for that. Grateful for, you know, grateful to just be here and, uh, to have like family and everything like safe in this time and everybody's, you know, good. And we're kind of approaching the the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of like, you know, life starting to, to ease back into being normal. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. And so I know that, uh, it's easy to look at the, the last year and, uh, even beyond that now and every, how everything played out and look at it as a year lost. I know I kept telling myself that I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe we've just lost a year, um, where, you know, work has like slowed down and we've all had to adjust and, you know, just globally it was tough. But, um, you know, I think that as, as we look back on this, uh, the more sort of gratitude you can have for the, the way your thought process changed, or if you learned a new skill or something like that, um, those are all really, really important things. So thanks for sticking around, coming back for this first little solo episode. I know this one wasn't uh, super in-depth, but I I felt like there were like contextually some things I needed to address before I could just dive into like answering questions or exploring different, uh, different ideas and things that I want to take with this whole, um, 
whole new sort of approach to the podcast. So uh, next week, we're going to have Mark Mayer on. Uh, Mark is an editor that I worked with at VaynerMedia for um, a good period of time. And he's and just an unbelievable editor and uh, creative producer and post-production like supervisor. There's no question you've seen Mark's work, whether you realize it or not. He's edited some of the biggest music videos um, over you know the course of the last five years. Um, we're going to really dive deep into how he found himself where he is, how he kind of got through this work. It's, it's a real like deep dive editor episode, which I'm excited about. Um, again, that's kind of the important thing. I knew that if I was going to have guests on the show that it had to be topics and genres of things that I was just like on fire about. So I'm pumped for that episode. I'm pumped for these. I'm pumped for for a lot of things. Uh, it's been, you know, a rough year, kind of like some rough seasons throughout that year. Um, and I'm just glad to be back and I'm glad to feel like myself again a little bit. Um, so, uh, as, as you guys know, as I just ranted for a while on how I don't care about, uh, building subscribers or followers to the podcast and it's more for me, I do want to encourage you, uh, if you want to give a rating on whatever platform, that's awesome. Always appreciated. Subscribe. I just want these episodes to ultimately provide value and, um, sort of shed some light onto things. If uh, you guys want to send me a DM on Instagram with some questions or if there's sort of topics or things like story time episodes, you want me to break certain things down, I'm happy to do that. Um, would give me some good ideas for, for content for the podcast and things to talk about. So that way I'm not just on here rambling for 30 minutes every episode on a whatever happens to be top of mind that day. And again, if you are listening to the audio version, um, you can hop over to YouTube and check out uh, kind of what the what the set looks like. Um, if you have any advice on how things can change for it or how to make it better, that's always really, really appreciated. Um, but that's all for me. Quick, easy episode of Tuesday Morning Coffee for you. I'll see you guys next week. Can't wait for it. Take it easy. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Have all of, have all the things. Just have a you know, you know. All right, I'm done.